0: Are we doing an intro or, or not? Is that, where do we get to with that? I don't
1: think we have to do an intro, no. but I could say this is Paul and Scott's midlife point. I'm Paul. He's Scott. Hello. I think we should do that every yeah, episode. I like that. So uh, so people know who we are. Yeah. But no, we we don't need a set intro. I think I think we work best when we don't. Yeah. Think about it. No.
0: (laughs) When we don't think too hard about things. Yeah. And we're just natural. If we we don't think about it,
1: if we don't think about it too much, we're onto a winner. Yeah. And you, lucky listener, are the reap the rewards of that recipient. That's the word (laughs) I was looking for. Thank you. I'm going to start with a swig of beer, though. That's my intro.
0: So, how are you feeling on this fine
1: Friday evening? Um,. Do I need to do the polite? Yeah, I'm all right. Or do you generally want to know how I'm feeling?
0: I genuinely want to know. As opposed to when you take a call from at work and you don't give a fuck about what they they feel. You don't know who they are. The worst worst thing is when you've never spoke to this person, oh, how
1: are you? You okay? Yes. You don't know me, Tracy. Who the fuck are you? Don't stop asking me how I am. Tell you what, let's turn this like the yin and the yang. So in our first episode, we talked about talking to taxi drivers and karma and that kind of thing. Let's now go the other way and talk about the fact that when we're working, we're basically lying to fellow human beings. Three beers in. <laughs> don't give a fuck what you think, Tracy. <laughs> fuck karma. But you say things at the end of emails like, I look forward to hearing from you. I don't. You don't. It's I a don't, lie. I don't give a shit. You're asking how they Andrew. are. You're asking how they are on the phone. You don't give a shit. We're just lying to people. All sure. right, they're customers, so they're cunts, but we are still lying to people.
0: Okay, I thought I was pushing it, saying fucking, you really annoys me when Andrew signs of as A.
1: Oh, dear.
0: I just want to throw up and in w- my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the in-jokes are coming already.
1: And when people, instead of putting kind regards, they put KR. You lazy bastard. Uh but you asked how I was. Uh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, alright. How are you, I'm man? fine. You're, yeah, not, not you bad. okay. Not, not bad. Not you're bad. right. Yeah, you're yeah, okay. I, I'm okay. <laughs> 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 oh dear. I was just I was just pondering if life would be better if everyone was just completely honest when yes. someone says, yes. How are you? rather than just I'm okay, which is you know the the standard response for society. Actually go into details.
0: So back in the day when I was a, a customer service level, um and I'd sort of got a couple of promotions, I, I used to say, No, I'm not actually they're like, Oh they they, they didn't know what to do. They did not know how to react to that because they just expect, Yeah, I'm good to then go to the next thing. Why do we why do we do that? Just Hello, hello. Yes. What do you want? Oh, I want this. You just, just, just go into it. Yeah. Don't have this false pretense of like small being, talk, giving a shit about someone that you don't know about. You don't know no nothing about.
1: And on the other side of that, when you do ask someone how are you, and they are completely open and honest and go into a bit of a thing about it, that's annoying, isn't it? When it's yeah. someone you don't give a shit about.
0: Yeah. When they go, when they go too far into it, like you know what they did at the weekend.
1: But I think between me and you, you know, we've known each other, what, 23, 24 years yeah. now. I think if you ask me how I am, I think I could be open and honest and go into a bit of a thing about it. And yeah. you could with me. Exactly. Rather than, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. But if but I was it's still
0: s- nice. I still want to know that you're okay. Do you know what I mean?
1: And if I was to say, yeah, I'm all right, then that's the truth. And it's, yeah. you know, there's generally nothing much else to say. No.
0: What'd you have for dinner earlier on?
1: Um, what'd I have for dinner? I had a Chinese so bought a Chinese last night oh. and had the leftovers. So I've had a big bag of crisps. That's been my dinner. You literally turn up here with no dinner. So we're <laughs> recording this in my in my bar, in my summer house. Yeah. A uh, little podcast studio set up going on here. Uh, let's say an amateur podcast setup. up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you turn up and you didn't have any dinner.
0: It's a, 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 a 150 grams bag of salt and vinegar crisps. Kettle crisps. They're good. Co-op. You, I, I recommend. They're really nice. Got a good crunch.
1: Big up the co-op. Are you happy to go into reasons why you didn't have any dinner?
0: Um. Yes, I am. <laughs> good. This could lead into a story. Okay. I'd like to tell you, I,
1: I'm always up hearing a story.
0: Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm on a bit of a health flex. I said flex. Start again. Health flex. The at uh, a minute. So and I've lost he- a bit sorry, awake. health flex. Yeah.
1: What does that mean? I'm just flexing the health i've never heard that before flexing the health
0: flex, I just health Is that how you say it flex so you flex right you me. flex a muscle flex, flex in the, well, flexing the what i'm telling your, you about it so i'm flexing, flexing suppose, my
1: health i suppose it does make sense yeah flex. <laughs> sounds, sounds right to me if it doesn't if it wasn't a thing so, before it certainly is now um you're flexing your health yeah so
0: there's a reason for this and I'll, I'll go into it. And I'll try not to, get to, to prolong it too much, but the, this is part of the story. But I've lost a bit of weight. So I've cut bread out a lot. Um, as you know, we've met up recently um, uh, to watch our local favourite football team, the mighty Luton Town, prem, Premiership, Luton Town. Uh, Maybe and, not for um, that much
1: longer, but they are currently Premier League.
0: Exactly. Um, and historically I've been a big drinker so I, I like to drink socially I like to drink and I thought Do you know what it got to a point where for various reasons I thought I'm gonna just cut down on the alcohol and see how I feel and the results were wow amazing revelation here good you know I've slept better I just felt better myself whatever but that's also been with food so um I've always been just to just grind it out of work, get the job done. And um, I've not always looked after myself. So uh, a good example would be maybe I, I had a sugary breakfast back in the day. Um, I kind of sort of ate whatever snack I wanted, not really thinking about it. I'd have a sandwich. I mean, literally for years, I had like a cheese and pickle sandwich. That's what was my go-to. Hmm. Uh, you know, even go to wholemeal, meal, it's still bread. You know, and it probably wasn't the best thing for my digestive system and my health in general. Anyway, so, um, fuck, where was I going with this? (laughs) Um, Losing weight? Losing weight. So, um, yeah, I've just cut out bread and I've been eating more salads and pastas and just being more conscious of what I'm eating. And with, you know, definitely with breakfast, I eat more clean now. But okay. there's there's a kind of there's a reason for that as well. Just um, so there's a big mental health thing in the last few years with COVID, obviously, and I've definitely felt that. I've had uh, I've definitely had mental health issues or mm. had you know, experienced them, and whether that was you know due to COVID or my age or and you know this compound issue like my my diet not being particularly good and maybe just just drinking a little bit too much sometimes not in moderation. And it just comes to a point where it was affecting me. And I thought, okay, yeah, I need to just cut down the drink. I need to you know, look after myself. They say, you know, health is wealth, as they say. Yeah. Which I think is a really easy way of saying it and thinking about it. And I thought, do you know what? You know, I'm 41 now. I need to just look after myself better. And that's it. That's the obvious thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with drinking, because for me it was always a go-to thing you know I you know working in an office environment it's boom 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 go 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 Monday to Friday and then what's left especially with, whilst my son was growing up was the the to get away the getaway was drinking you know and whatever that was my way of relaxing I've never done drugs never done anything like that I've really been silly well, I say never I have but no, yeah. You know, when you're younger, you try things. But a one-off thing. Yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah. never, pro- never prolonged, never carried it on. My drug of choice was beer growing up. And that's just been a, a recurring thing every week, weekend. To the point where, and I think we've discussed this before, but like this year, for instance, until recently, I thought I could probably count on a few fingers the amount of weekends where I've not drunk. Yeah. Or let's say a week be in the weekend normally and i thought that's bad it's got to change like I, yeah i don't that's that's bad and um anyway so uh, more recently i've gone you know and this sounds crazy but just i've gone a week i've gone a weekend i've gone two weeks without drinking and and i know you can relate to this paul <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify glad to you audience. made it
1: clear who you were talking to there since <laughs> there's no one else in um, the room
0: y- it really is it it you don't need you don't need alcohol. You don't need it. You know, actually, in a social environment, going out when you it's all in the mind. It is a mindset. You know, it really is. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm having a drink tonight. And I'm letting my hair down, and you know, I've kind of treat myself to that. Tomorrow I won't. Hmm. You know, my wife Vicky is out with her friend. It's, the weather's not looking particularly good. I've got a day planned out. I'm going to chill. I'm going to watch some catch ups of programs. Blah, 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 blah. That's going to be my day and I'm going to be happy with it. Um, I don't need to drink, you know, and I'll feel better for it on a Sunday and I'll wake up refreshed on a Monday and i like that. And actually, it's more about then embracing who I actually am rather than when you drink and that kind of alter ego that comes out when you drink.
1: Yeah, like you said, it's definitely a form of escapism from yeah. real escapism. life, I guess, in a way.
0: Exactly. But I also went... I, I used to go... Very, I wanted to be that alter ego that would come out,
1: yeah. Nice little, you get a nice little <clears throat> sort of hazy, you yes. know, you're a nice hazy bubble and a certain level of like tipsiness, yeah. drunkenness, whatever There's you want to
0: call it. Even as silly as it sounds, maybe, maybe a bit as sad as it sounds when you're on your own, you're still, I could take over the world, yeah, I could do whatever, you know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I still like that 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 form of me, but at the same time. I don't want that to take over me especially no. when it comes to your health um, but this leads on to my story so okay. um, one of the one of the changes I noticed was that um, how can I go into it I won't go massively into it but, but I uh, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't shitting as, as well as I should be
1: you slightly constipated yes Yeah.
0: yeah that's a better way of saying it <laughs> And I noticed this recently with a holiday to Ibiza, and basically I I just felt off towards the end, and I, I put it down to the drinking. So we went out there, we was having beers, I saying Do you know what sangria? Not not with red wine, with with white wine, is banging. Carver, so carver sangria. Okay. Is bloody good.
1: I don't think I've tried sangria with red wine to be honest, but
0: I have. But white white wine sangria is the one excuse me to go for depends on your choice if you like red wine and whatever you like that for but we went out there and it was great we had a few days it was nice so towards the end of the week i didn't quite feel right god it's bloody gassy out there (laughs) didn't quite feel right and um i want to go into details but um basically I, i come home went to the doctor went to my gp which like again typical guy i don't do enough uh historically and uh, maybe just yeah, just ah, be alright. It'll pass. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, being on a serious note, don't do. If there's something that you're not sure about or whatever, go into the GP. The worst case, worst case scenario, they say, look, you're being daft. You're fine. It's nothing. But better safe than sorry. I think. You yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, you know, we talk about you know men and prostate cancer and things like that you know
1: i think that applies to mental health as well not me- just no, physical
0: no physical mental health. you you're absolutely right and and i can and i can i can i've i've had both anyway so um basically i got really worried and i thought what is this and i didn't, didn't feel right and everything and they essentially um diagnosed it as being ibs
1: irritable bowel syndrome for anyone yes. who doesn't know
0: yeah but my mentality and i don't know if this is common with men in general was that um Something's, something's badly wrong with me i refused to google it and i thought no i'm not doing that because i'll google it and it'll be cancer this that, and the other worst case scenario basically yeah you'll be self-diagnosing thought, i'm not doing the self-diagnosing thing um in the yet well i say in the end i'm touching wood as i say this i've had medication but blah, 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 um and i feel better now i'm pooping better and all that sort of stuff with my health as well that didn't help me on a trip recently.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So three weeks ago, I thought I'm going to treat myself. Vic, my wife, <laughs> uh, was was away. She was doing something. And I thought, you know what? It was still warm. It was, it was one of those Indian summers it was having into October. And I thought, I want to go and have just a, a getaway uh, in my camper van that I own. And I want to go and experience just... Just some isolation, basically. Anyway, so I found this campsite, and it was in a, a, a woodland. It was I don't know how big. Let's say it's ten acres, and it was it was specifically that you have a pitch um, where it feels like you're cut off from everyone else. So the the pitch was surrounded by trees in this woodland. You've got uh, there was a fire pit with a couple of logs around it, um, and it was just it was beautiful. It was. Uh, So this is down in South Devon, near uh, Ashburton, which is off the Dartmoor National Park, if you know that area. Okay. I went down there, it was lovely, and it was. I felt felt like the isolation. Actually, the Friday night, well, the Friday afternoon I got there, I had the whole campsite to myself. Wow. And let's say there's 20 pictures, there's 10 and there's camper van pictures. There was no one there, and I was loving it. And I, I, I do this YouTube thing. So I'm walking around and I'm, I'm, I'm recording myself. I'm like, I've got the whole cams out of myself. This is mad. I literally actually got to the point where it was dark. It was nighttime. I had my fire going, uh, um, which uh, was great. So
1: you just allowed to use this fire pit whenever yeah, you want yeah, because fire you're pit. Sta- Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought some um, some kindling and some, some wood with me. And it was you know, just chill out time. Thought my own thoughts and just. I bought a steak. From Asda. I did that. I went the whole, whole, whole hog. Living,
1: living the dream.
0: Man, night, woodland. <laughs> but then it occurred to me, I was all on my own in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then I was like, I don't know why there's an Irish owl, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I started hearing noises and I'm rustling in the bushes. I'm like, Shh, "Fuck," you know, and I was like, I was really, like, relaxed and zen. And to the point where I'm like... Uh, so what sort
1: of time of night is this?
0: Eight o'clock. Okay. But it's dark. Yeah, yeah. It's the time of the year. I so I... I don't know if I'm okay with this. And I... You know, right, whatever. Anyway, so later on, someone turns up and there's another van and I thought, oh, thank God, all right, so I'm not on my own. And then on the Saturday, it was those people. And actually, whatever, there was noise and whatever. So the, the ambience had gone a little bit. But anyway... That Friday when I got down, I said I've gone to the doctors and they said you know maybe some sort of form of IBS, which is <laughs> fine. It's quite a common thing and whatever. They give me some medication for it. But Anyway, so obviously I was at work on the Thursday um, and then I traveled down. I got up early. I got up early like 6 o'clock on the Friday. For, right, got up. The van was packed. I got in the van and I just went. Beat the traffic, get past the M25, some loot and go down to South Devon, and uh, just get going. And um, I had I went down straight into the national park, Dartmoor National Park. And there's a, um, a a castle, Castle Drogo. It is quite a modern castle, but we've been there before. It's lovely. There's uh, the uh, the uh, is it the finger or the Fringle Inn, and it's a beautiful little uh, rustic pub um, on a on a river. And you can walk alongside it. You can walk up and then sort of cross a bridge and then come back again back to the pub. And I remember this from years ago when we went down there as the a family. thought, I'm going to go there, do the walk and uh, and then I come back and I have a lovely pub lunch. Oh, lovely. And it was all it was more my time. Friday afternoon and uh, yeah, it was great. Anyway, so I'm walking down. I've walked sort of down to this bridge and I cross over I had every intention to see the castle and I couldn't because I realised I was basically the castle was like perched up, 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 up like on a mountain basically and I'm like right below on, on the river and I thought okay I'm not going to see the castle but I walk back now I walk over the bridge and then I walk back to um, this, this this rustic pub I, on the way down I'd, I'd noticed signs that they were they were doing um, they were cutting trees and I thought, and they said, uh, some of the uh, the path, the the footpath is cut off, uh, is closed, so it's closed, There's diversions. Oh, okay, whatever. So I walk, let's say it's a mile and a half in one direction, away from the rustic pub, down through the forest, and it's beautiful. they have got a river on one side, forest on the other side, beautiful. I'm in mean, my thoughts, lovely. Something starts to happen down in the uh, the bowels okay. of Scott. <laughs> I'm like, okay. and it's, You know when you get the, the puff, the push, you know, I thought, okay, I'm sure I'll be all right. Anyway, so carry on, carry on over the bridge. And now I'm walking back towards the rustic pub. Where I'm going to have my nice uh, pub lunch. I get about half a mile up and then there's a fence closed, footpath closed. And now I'm starting to need a shit. Okay. Okay. So I'm starting to need a shit. Yeah. The diversion is up. So imagine a valley, like a like a proper valley, like a V-shaped valley. So I've now got to go up, walk along the top, to then go down to get back to this lovely pub, rustic right. pub. And I'm two miles away from this pub. I've mm. got to go back on myself, over the bridge, through woodland. So it's all like uneven ground. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've got to make a choice now. So I'm up this valley, up this hill. No one's around me. I could just sit on a log. Pull down my, my keks and just shit in the woods and <laughs> yeah. just get rid of the mess. I decided that's risky. What if there's what if someone comes up and, and finds me? Yeah. You know, and I didn't have any toilet paper of such. No.
1: It's always a risk when you're shitting outside.
0: So I chance it, I go back down this hill, back over the bridge, and now I've got to say it's a mile and a half. Back to the pub. Which is taking me 40, it was forty-five minutes, say—but I'm busting for shit. So I've got—I've had to retrace my steps. So the 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 footpath on the other side of the river, going back to the rustic pubs, cut off. It's it's blocked off because of the logging. I can't go that way. Bushes and trees and stuff. Right. Okay. I can't carry on in a forward motion. I've come back down the valley. I've got to go back the way I come come in.
1: Right. Okay. Which
0: is demoralizing because I've already done that bit. I wanted to do a nice circle, a, a horseshoe, if you will. Yeah, down, back through the river and then back down to the pub. Anyway, so I go back over the bridge and now I know I've got probably a mile and a half, let's say 45 minutes of walking, half an hour. But it, it's pushing, it's turtlenecking. Now. <laughs> As we say in the industry. Anyway, so I carry on. Now, I think we can all relate to this when we've been walking home from school and you're busting for shit. You didn't go for shit during the day because the big boys were in the, in the toilet smoking and you just, you, I don't know about you, but I didn't shit at school. I pissed,
1: but I didn't go for a shit. Do you know what? i really having to think now. I can't actually remember.
0: Shitting at school.
1: I can't. I mean, I reckon I probably did, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Is that a worry?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I keep going back and it, it, it's painful. And all I can think about is getting back to this pub and unleashing hell. Yeah. Unleashing hell. Eyes on the prize. I've been diagnosed with a form of IBS, say. I've been given medication to help that. Yeah. So it's pushing. It's right. pushing.
1: Okay. I, I, I,
0: I kid you not, I'm about 20 minutes
1: away. So have you never had this feeling <laughs> since... Sorry, sorry to interrupt i don't want to stop your flow but have you not had that feeling since school because i've had it in the last few years well i'm out and about and i suddenly need to go for shit i've basically got to start running to where (laughs) the nearest toilet is
0: yes so yeah i've had that feeling and most of the time i make it yeah
1: i've made it when it's happened to me yeah just about
0: there's a history of me not making it (laughs) For those that know me, Northampton is a, is is yeah. is a place where the, there is dear to my bowels yeah, and the passing of you have the, my waist. You were
1: literally caught short. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm walking back to
1: this pub. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it is painful. I just Ooh. cannot wait, and it's annoying because it's ruined this beautiful, uh, peaceful walk <laughs> that I was enjoying. Now it's hell. I need to shit. Bad. (laughs) Bad. Like, but add context to this, right? So we're on the Friday. The Thursday, I had a shit. Okay. At home. Yeah. So it's not like I've not passed any traffic. Was it healthy? um... It was. It probably, in hindsight, given what my diagnosis, it probably wasn't enough. Well, it 100% wasn't enough. It was a nugget that, that passed my buttocks.
1: This is a possibly a bit of a disgusting question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you look at what you've produced after you've done it?
0: Um, for to tell my
1: doctor, yes, but there's there's, a chart of stools, okay, of poo basically. So you could point it and say that's what mine are like, yes, number three. There's like one to seven, it's like
0: hard to squidgy, okay,
1: and hard to bum sick, yeah, yeah.
0: So it got to a point where. I ha you know, every now and then, you ever had it where you really need to go and you clench your cheeks, sometimes you sit down just to like hold it in. It kinda helps hold up the hold the movement.
1: Yeah, and just anything to take your mind off it. Yes. Or just yeah.
0: Well, I had a few of those and it got to a point, and let's say I'm twenty minutes away now from this beautiful, lovely rustic pub.
1: Yeah. That's a long way when you need a shit.
0: So Let's gauge. So, like we've said, there, like one to seven in terms of density of poo. Yeah. Should we say you can? Let's rate shitting yourself (laughs) on a level from one to ten. So one being you've just basically done a wet fart. Yeah. 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 Five is basically just a little plop has just come out in your pants. You know. Yeah. Just to like almost like a vomit, but from your ass.
1: I, is that not the same as number one? A wet fart, bum sick. I call well, it. Well, as
0: in, so basically, it's not a splat on the 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 pants.
1: Just like a, a, a little tiny but quite Nugget. solid poo. Yes, we're calling that number five. Yeah. Okay. We'll,
0: we'll say five. Yeah. I went a level ten. <laughs> <laughs> I went eleven. So picture it, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a forest, I've got a running river beside me, it's beautiful. Thank fuck no one was around me. Oh God. Oh, thank God I had like the sport boxes which are sort of, you know, fitted to your body, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I unleashed hell. <laughs> into my boxes,
1: I panicked
0: I ran up the hill into the trees in full visibility of the path of the of the the footpath and I did my best to clean myself up I'm 41 years old my name is Scott I live in (laughs) Dunstable I bid you farewell.
1: <laughs> Cruel world. Oh, my God. Oh, let me just take a moment there to uh, get some air back in my lungs.
0: And I think, oh. apart from the embarrassment, of, and thankfully no one was there, they didn't see me, I disposed of uh, the undies. Unfortunately, I mean, it, it, it
1: could have been a lot worse, mate.
0: I will clean up after someone because I know full well that someone's cleaned up after me in uh, the Dartmoor National Park because, <laughs> my God. So,
1: oh, do we go into more detail after that? I don't know. I don't
0: think we need to, uh, but maybe I think don't it's happened to, to no. the best of us. But, yeah. you know, I think going from a serious point of <laughs> health, obviously, yeah. to then, now where we are, with me admitting that at the worst possible time, <laughs> At no point did my bows think that they could do what it needed to do on the four-hour drive down to my destination in South Devon. No, it had to wait until I was out in the fucking forest before
1: it unleashed hell. But I think the question that's on everyone's mind after that is, what was your pub lunch like? It was lovely. <laughs>
0: A <laughs> hamburguette with some crisps and salad. But you know what? It was... Uh, yeah, it was annoying. It's one of those, like, I went away for annoying. a weekend. Annoying, Jesus, that's a, that's a bit of an understatement. I went away for a weekend to really enjoy myself and unwind, and, and I did, but that wasn't a good start.
1: So was it later on that evening when you heard like the rustling in the bushes? Yes, it was that night. Was the <laughs> episode, let's call it, maybe had affected your mental well-being at that point, and yeah. you were a bit paranoid in case, like, I don't know,
0: I shit myself the, again. The,
1: the valley police come out like, "Was that you shatting
0: that bush earlier?" <laughs> no, I think I would have had that reaction anyway. But
1: it um, <laughs> it humbled me. But let's be honest, it is a completely natural thing. It, sometimes it just it can just happen at the drop of a hat. I mean, when it's happened to me in re- yes, yes, in recent years, it's more like the wet fart, a bit of bum sick. <laughs> I haven't had the whole number 10 exp level 10 experience. I can't even think too much of what that's like. MidlifePoint at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, well remembered. Uh, for your <laughs> shitting <and> yourself stories. <laughs>
0: yes, send, them, send them our way. We want so, to hear them.
1: Oh, God, you literally filled your pants with shit, mate. <sighs> Bloody F- filled is not the word. How's your IBS now?
0: Yeah, it's under control. I think it was one of those times where it was diagnosed. Um, it just happened to be at a time when I went away, and um, I got caught short. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I got caught short.
1: Oh mate, that was a beautiful story. And um, but, but th- thank you for sharing. I'll say no problem. I think it's brave. I think we can consider
0: it brave. Uh, uh, do you know what? For actually, you know, I started on a on a serious point. And then for you know what I've got nothing to hide. It, it, it's annoying, but if it's giving you a laugh, then great. But yeah, that actually from the the, the first point, yeah, you know, the health point, um, and looking after yourself, that that that's a serious theme. But um, hmm. you know, shitting yourself happens. <laughs> it, it does I happen. Think. And uh, thank you, Asda, for um, giving me some replacement <laughs> boxes, <laughs> which just happened to be fast food. The fast food fiend okay. Yeah. Is that ironic? Probably not. Fast food themed pants. Okay. I went to Asden and I bought some. I thought, because I didn't pack a shit your pants pants. Like when you go on holiday, you often pack (laughs) another pair of boxes with you, shit your pants pants.
1: I've never thought of that before, but I suppose like you hear about girls wearing, is it called car crash knickers? Yeah. I guess men do need shit your pants pants. I thought I better get some more in case it happens again. I need to get some full stop, I think, (laughs) because yes, I've shit myself this calendar year, so accident, just one of those farts. Oh, you've done it as well? Not not level 10 like you did. I mean, <laughs> nothing as horrific as that, but just that bit to fart. Oh God, I've just followed through. Oh. Couldn't do anything about it. Maybe could have helped the fart in, I guess, I, but didn't think it was going to turn into a, a level one bit of bum in my pants.
0: How common is shitting yourself? Midlife Point, com. I mean...
1: It, like I was just saying, I thought I was just gonna do a normal fart and it turned out to be a bit of a shit. I think, you know, it probably happens quite often for for men. Does it happen for women? I'd be curious to find out. Yeah, just not level ten. I mean Give us your level, level ten stories. That that I I reckon that's probably not natural. No no, sorry, not natural, not um doesn't happen very often, is what I'm trying to say.
0: I hope it never happens again. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
1: Oh man. Anyway. Hey How you um, How's your week been? How's my week been? <laughs> uh, yeah, my week's been okay, I guess. Um, I got bitten by a rabbit this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're not having much luck,
0: are you? So, my wife, Vicky, yeah. uh, uh, recently got a rabbit. It's an indoor rabbit. She's decided, so it's not going to be outdoors. So we're going to okay. keep it indoors. She's called it um Bobby. Any particular reason for getting an indoor rabbit? Or uh, she wanted it. She wanted uh, uh, an indoor one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you know, we 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 welcomed Bobby into the uh, the household. And solid uh, rabbit name. Yeah. Uh, she's a West Ham fan. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been nice. You know, we we've lost one pet in our son. He's moved out, so we we, we sort of replaced him with Bobby, the rabbit. <laughs> And uh, he's been running around, and, you know, it's been nice stroking him, and he, uh, he's, he's a character. He's a character. And the little fucker bit me. Bloody hell.
1: I didn't realise rabbits bite people.
0: You didn't laugh. I thought they were, like, supposed to be nice.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I knew that, actually. Well, I do now. But... Literally,
0: I don't know if I've, I've still... I feel I've been scarred on the leg from the bite. It was probably, like, a crunch. Oh, I
1: bit your leg? You bit my leg! I thought you meant your finger. No! So yeah, talk me through what happened exactly. Let me so, let me get a picture in my head. Last Saturday, yeah, we sat in our back room
0: where we got our Chesterfield. Yeah. And um, what was going on? We had some music playing. Uh, yeah, sports in the background because it was uh, we had some UFC on, and then there was a rugby going on at the time. Yeah, I think it was when England were playing. it would have been two weeks ago, I think. Um, and uh, in, the, in the rugby World Cup. And uh, yeah, he just sort of he just leapt up on us, been like, oh, you know, stroking him and talking and whatever. And uh, yeah, basically, around kind of like the top leg area, he's uh, he's decided to take a munch on my leg. And I thought the hell. We looked it up later on. Uh, Vic, she looked it up and said, "Oh, like it's supposed to be like endearing, like you know, it's uh, like <laughs> you're kind of part of the pack or something like." off like i, don't, oh, I don't so give a shit kind of thinks
1: it's like you're one of his is it sorry, it's a, either is it a that boy.
0: or he was being he's a boy or he's yeah. been protective
1: of vic with me being involved and uh because i know my dad had two cats and he found out that the cats kind of saw him as theirs mm. like their child i guess oh right is it the same thing maybe with Bobby the Rabbit? Like he considers you his property, I guess, or one of his own. So it's like a a marking thing. I mean, has he bitten Vic? He has bitten Vic. Okay. So he's one more bite of being put down, as I see it.
0: He, so he, if, he, if you're a dog and you... If a dog bites someone, generally, they get put down, don't yeah, they? Bobby's I mean, for me, it's strikes. He's, he's two strikes. One more and you're out, mate.
1: So if he seriously bites one of you again, you're going to nah probably not <laughs> but I'll just wear like chainmail
0: something mail <laughs> to protect myself
1: I mean is it a phase will he always be like that do I you think know. is he like a baby rabbit
0: yeah he's growing up so well, maybe that's it he's just sort of in his adolescence
1: I hope he's just being a bit of a dick at the moment and he'll grow maybe, out of it
0: maybe but he needs to sort that out proper
1: yeah Yeah. Was it quite painful
0: it did, yeah, less a mark. It genuinely left a mark on my leg, so yeah. I wasn't happy with that.
1: Little bastard. Well, so you've been talking about your health throughout this episode, and something else I did have written down uh, we could maybe touch on is that um, we spoke recently, just you know, amongst each other, about the fact that um, you were going to have some earwax removed.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Is that something
1: we could do now, or maybe save for the next one?
0: We can do the earwax now.
1: Yeah? Yeah. So do you want to sort of share this story, because... Yeah, I've got my earwax removed. <laughs> well, there we go. So thanks for listening. <laughs> Cause, uh, so I, as I understand it, you were planning on having this earwax removal procedure, but I don't know what the aftermath of that was. Oh, so if you okay. want to just like maybe paint the picture for our listeners.
0: Yes. So I was deaf. I was very deaf. Yeah. To the point where people were complaining at work. <laughs> and, you know... If I have a drink, the volume... Well, I think with most people, the volume goes up. But with me, it was just getting exp- exponentially loud. Um, And to the point where... I mean, do you know what? I slept well at night because I couldn't hear anything. You could have... You could have, like, broke into my house, played a gig, <laughs> everybody on volume 11, and it would have been... You'd have been fine. Um, but it got to a point where... I just I couldn't hear things, or like, like Vic would have to say things. Even people in the office would be like, again, again, no, what was that? And it was just silly.
1: How did you discover it was earwax?
0: Actually, to the point where I went to a customer meeting one time. And um, sometimes so there was a customer, our supplier, that was doing like a demo type thing, and, and, and one of my other colleagues. And you know sometimes like they just goes to like like sort of hushed voices and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah like that and like I had no clue what was going on to the point where like, like <laughs> they look at me and I'm like <laughs> and I'd look at them pause and I'd go <laughs> you know I'd do that and I'd be like I got away with it thought, this can't carry on so there was a guy at work who threw booper. He got his ears syringed um, but um whatever it cost and there was a waiting list and whatever and I thought well and I tried to do the same thing and it was there was no appointments and I thought okay. I googled it and I found out that Specsavers have ear centers where they also can do amongst other things they can syringe your ears.
1: Well I never knew that.
0: There you go. £55 one off. Okay. For both ears. Um, so
1: you just like assuming it's an earwax problem?
0: Oh, I knew it was. Okay. I knew it was because it basically it wasn't coming out, and I just the, the what I'd done wrong was basically putting cotton buds down my ears, and I'd pushed it in. Basically, it's not
1: coming out, so the opposite to your problem in Devon, basically.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Um, so you went to
1: Specsavers,
0: but I knew from going to uh, again, spec savers and whatever else you have to soften up the wax first so i got a uh, ax or whatever it's called erex and you do the put the drops in the ear uh you soften the wax up and then i mean either eventually it comes out by itself or when you go for the procedure at savers or Booper or whatever um they basically get a little they get a little mini hoover they, they suction it out so there's there's syringe where you, they push the water in and they like the force of the water basically pushes it in the water goes in that pushes the water the, the wax out or spec savers didn't work for me they basically just get little mini hoovers and they just just suck the wax out and that did the job for me and i went in did it done procedure and it was mad. I could hear down the street. <laughs> I literally could hear what was going on, like behind closed doors, like a mile down the road. And he go the the guy who 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 did the procedure at the Specsavers. He goes, "I knew your ears are bad because you come in to the room shouting." <laughs> And it was mad, because I I could just hear the world all of a sudden. And I left, it was on a high street, you can imagine respect savers. This was in Helmerhempstead where I work. And I crossed the road and this lorry come thundering down the road and it was the loudest thing I've ever heard. It was mad. I was like, ah! I was just lighting a ball. On so the you, pavement. It's almost like you've got to
1: sort of relearn how to hear again. It, it?
0: Yeah, it basically. Even like you saying that now, and like I'm remembering it, like everything feels loud again. Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. For I mean, I had this for years. You know, where I was, um, I had this buildup of wax, but oh, I recommend it to anyone. Get your ears syringed or hoovered or whatever the procedure is called.
1: So we talked on the last episode about the Turkish barber thing about the firing the ears to syringe ear hair. Is it weird that I'd really like to see the earwax procedure happen? I don't know, some it's almost—I I reckon there's something really satisfying about it, just getting this massive block of earwax removed. Is
0: it? I'm going to say this right. Is it, is it? Is it chronic irrigation where they put the pipe up your ass and they Ye- suck out the gunk?
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's called.
0: And you see the gunk going down the pipe. Yeah. I've seen it on as uh, uh, an episode of Jackass from back in the day, and they yeah. did it. Well, the wax is the same thing. You see the orange gunk and, well, in my case, like brown and black going down the the see-through pipe. Why do they do that? I don't want to see it.
1: So I'm kind of picturing like this massive block that's just gradually coming out of you. Oh, <laughs> like...
0: imagine. No, just like in clumps and then you see it like coming out. But, oh my God. Was...
1: See, my hearing's not great and I get tinnitus, but I put it down to like years of band rehearsals without wearing earplugs. Yeah. But I'm now wondering if I've got a build-up of earwax maybe I need to get down to spec savers.
0: Yeah. I mean, a good start is with the, with the, uh, like, soften it up with the um ear uh, medication, what it's called. Um, but then, yeah, it was £55 well spent, put it that
1: way. Oh, fair play. And, uh, yeah, thank you for sharing your health stories today. Thank you. I've enjoyed listening to them. Thank you. I hope everyone else has. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the point to end this episode. Yeah. If you want to contact the show, the email address is midlifepoint at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Paul and Scott's Midlife Point. You can go to that page and like it and, you know, message us or put something on the wall. Is it it called a wall now? I don't know. I sound like an old man. It's time to... It used to be the wall your Facebook wall someone write on your wall is that am oh, yeah. I, am I, mis- am, I misre- that. am I misremembering this PO box <laughs> I'm going to go and have a lie down okay so that's it for the, this this episode yes I don't know why I went really high then hey, it's time to end this isn't it yeah goodbye Bye.